Yo, 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 this is Adventures with Kai and Cody. I'm Cody. I'm Kai. Yo, so today we got my special homie Emilio. He's going to be here talking with us about our topics and everything, but he's going to say, what's up? What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, everyone out there? My name's Emilio. Uh, I'm an activist, yeah. political hype man, uh, you know, comedian in the past. Uh, I'm a jack of all trades, but I understand we're here to talk about uh, my journey hey. with Andrew Yang and uh, some other things. So, yeah, I'm glad to be here. What's up, guys? That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Alright, so our first topic that we about to get into is uh, men's mental health. Uh, I'm just going to open it up a little bit of my thoughts and little shit like that. And uh, then I'm going to open the floor to you guys, see what you think and uh, your opinion on men's mental health. But personally for me, I, I think men's mental health is something that is uh, overlooked on both sides of the field. The field of the fence. Uh, when I, yeah, man. When I say that, uh, I think uh, a lot of the world's view don't want to say that uh, men struggle with depression or anger suicide. issues, suicide issues, or whatever. And uh, you know, I think a lot of the focus of it is you know people. I always say, like, it's women, and I'm not taking it away that it's, you know, women, it's just women that have mental health. I think we have mental health just as much, you know, and I think people try to ignore mm-hmm. that. Then at the same time, I also feel like men also try to carry that stigma where I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a tough I'm a, Yeah, I'm a fucking cry. badass. I don't cry. You shit. know, it's one of those things where um, everybody's dealt with it, and, like, personally speaking, like, I feel like it's made me stronger in the end and like helped me to learn a lot about myself it, the saying what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is really true in a lot of aspects and I'm mm-hmm. a man mm-hmm. oh yeah brother yeah man I can I can totally relate to that dude for sure I think we've all struggled from something um you know everything is a lesson and about learning more about yourself and um learning more about others in the process too and like right now we have a lot of time to do that this COVID-19 mm-hmm. stuff is perfect time for self-reflection to focus on your mental health, to elevate that shit a little bit. This is good times, you know. Mm-hmm. There's more focus on you rather than what you need to do. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. You're probably out of a job. You know, you're probably out of school. <clears throat> so you have plenty of time to think about your mental health and to take the time for yourself. And at the same time, I mean, with everything going on, that's stressful. Everything that's going on is stressful. It's causing confusion. You know, people don't know what's going on. We don't know if we're getting proper information mm-hmm. or whatever. You what know, with trust? with all with everything going on. I mean, that that's creating basically mental health problems. You know, uh, or how we always. You know, always in the dark. It feels like, and I think you know a lot. Not a lot of people like to discuss that or you know be open. Mm-hmm. and transparent about that stuff, you know? So I think it's it's good to have more voices on board with, you know, understanding that it is okay, you know, that, you know, As men you say, can it's okay have, not to be okay. Yeah, man, you know, for sure. Because I, I believe that statement, for sure. Um, <laughs> I got that from that Jesse J song. <laughs> you know, somebody told me once at one of the worst times in my life that, like, and not that anyone's on that level, but there, sadly there are people who are on this level who have killed themselves or thought about killing themselves. But somebody told me once that, uh, you know, when you kill yourself, you, uh, you're cheating somebody out of meeting you or somebody you would have helped in the future. Like, you never know what the future's going to hold. And, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I found that to be true. Like, you know, you, you never know what the future's going to bring. So, like, the current moment you're in now is not where you're going to be a year from now. 
Yeah. Right. And all we have is the moment, so live it up, you know. Be the best version of yourself you can be if you, you know, you can reach that level. For sure, man. I understand that. And just understanding that, you know, everybody's at their own... Pace. Yeah. Um, Everybody's at their own pace, you know, and that's something that um, I personally... I struggle with is, uh, you know, um, everybody's at their own pace, and I've always struggled with accepting that, and I always get frustrated when I'm not at somebody's level, or somebody's not at my level, you know, and it gets frustrating, hardcore, and just, you know, working on the things that, you know, working on the things, and um, being open Mm -hmm. and honest to just understanding And I'm just understanding everything more so, you know, you can communicate it with other people in a healthier manner, you know? 100%. And, like, I think we, our coach actually said something that resonated with me really well. Mm -hmm. We we see these, like, high-level athletes, like you see, like, Tyson or Floyd Mayweather, and you think, oh, this person has just always been this way. This person has always been (laughs) this perfect individual. But no, like, they all had flaws like us. They probably all had mental health issues like us. There's no doubt both of those guys have worked through mental health issues. <coughs> like Tyson was out there biting off ears, you know? He, he dealt with like, the mental They shit. had it. They weren't just tough guys, you know? Like, it's important to understand, like, men hurt too. We fucking cry. I cry like a bitch sometimes, and that's okay. I don't like, so, I don't like the way that you say that, though. What? You say you cry like a bitch I found sometimes. that, like... I don't agree <coughs> with that because I don't think crying makes you a bitch. Mm. All information... That's deep. All emotion is useful, and you can feed off it and learn from it. Whether it's good or bad, it all holds a certain type of power, and yeah. you can you can use it to. You can let it motivate you or destroy you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like I mean, I've certainly got high off my own emotions before in a good and a bad way. So it's it, you really are what you. You really are what you think, and I mean, like there there are things that you can do to build up a positive meta state, uh, you know, meta uh, a positive mental state. Whether it be through forms of MMA, you know, meditation, exercise, proper diet, just you know, whatever, whatever's working well for that individual, there are a lot mm-hmm. of things that you can do to go in that positive, healthy direction. For sure, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, and I feel you know, in that healthy direction, brings a freeing of like uh, your mind a little bit. You're open more. You're um, <clears throat> you're humble more. You know. Yeah. You want to grow, you, like there's a there's an itch to grow, you know, to continue to better yourself and be the best possible. Yeah, yeah you know, because <laughs> I think I think at the end of the day, a lot of people might know why they're depressed, but they don't know how to express it, or they don't even know how to get out of that situation. But yes, I mean, I think for sure. I think I think whether you're willing to express that to another person or not, deep down in your head, you know specific reasons why you might be quote unquote depressed. Yeah, I think I think. 95% of the people that are depressed already know the reason why they are depressed and it's just hard to communicate that with other people or accept help. Or address your traumas you know, like, hey, that happened to me. You know, yeah. just being it's a hard honest. thing to accept. Honestly, like, one of the biggest things I've learned about myself is, like, truly just, well, being open and, like, loving loving yourself and, like... Go ahead, no, keep going. No, like loving yourself. Like seriously, that goes back to that old saying. Like people used to tell you when you were a kid growing up, if it sounds corny, you could do whatever you want if you believed in yourself. But it's true. You can, you know, you get to a certain point where you're like, fuck what other people think in a negative aspect. Like, I mean, who are they to tell me I can't do something? Yeah, it's all about me. 
<laughs> it is. It's all about your state of mind. And it's like, your, your mind can be your own worst enemy. Well, and your biggest prison is like, you're your biggest, you're your biggest enemy. You're your biggest downfall. Yeah, Every bro. time. 100%, Every time. Man. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people let their brains rule them, you know? Yeah. No, no. It's a journey, man. Your brain can be your best friend, your worst enemy, absolutely. And you got to be willing to put in the work to get that good mental health. Like, I think that's something a lot of people neglect is the work to get there. Because there's going to be a lot of hard times. Sucks, yeah. There's a lot of painful things you need to work through, you know? And there's going to be a lot of hard truths you got to address about yourself, but it's all essential, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, it always, you know, makes you a better person and you walk away stronger and a better human when you... You know, address those issues in a, in a healthy manner and, and, and process things in a... And an in, incremental <laughs> way as well. Like, at your own pace, you know. And at the end of the day, we're all human. Like, if you think about it, like, at some point in our lives, the majority of us have probably gone through the same thing as something else. <clears throat> we're all going to experience death. We're all going to experience sadness, depression, happiness, ups and downs. I mean, that's life, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you live in it. 100%. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that 100%, just for the fact. Everybody, like, I was talking about it to him and just the, uh, Kai the other day, saying that everybody has probably gone through, like, a, a PTSD moment in some, <coughs> in some form. Yeah, and some people Wait, might not, not even be aware of it, you know? Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, people know that. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, like, sub, there's subconscious <coughs> shit. There will be traumatic experiences that you went through that you probably aren't even aware of, you know? And those demons can haunt you. <coughs> it's, it's important to address your traumas. Bro. Ah, uh, my bad. Sometimes I get sidetracked. But keep going, keep going, keep going. I mean, we're on, a, we're on a good topic and we're on a good discussion that, you know. You know, the bottom line is, I personally believe that no one is, no one's a statistic. Nobody has to be a victim. No one's a what? Nobody is a statistic. Oh, okay. Nobody, okay, yeah, nobody has to be a victim. And your life is not typical. Amen. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily always magnify off my life off of what has happened to others because just because something went a certain way for you doesn't for doesn't for them doesn't mean it's gonna go the same way for you, good or bad. You know what I mean? Everyone's yeah, life's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. And nobody knows you better than you know yourself. Hell yeah, bro. That's for true. Sure, you know. It's a journey, man. Like I, I got my first therapy session on the twenty third. Online therapies gonna be fun <laughs> but i think i think that stuff's essential and it's something i neglected yeah. especially like for me personally martial arts like forever was was my that was my therapy that's what i went and did to get my brain in the right place if other people were treating me bad if i was getting bullied like i go train bro not everybody's a piece of shit like you're around the wrong people what? Like, like you, I mean, at times you've been around the wrong people. Yeah, I've been telling like, I've been telling Not everybody, him. and that's giving you that train of thought. Like, and I've come to find that too. Like, there are people out there who will show you the respect you deserve. And like, don't, they're like, I, I, if I, honestly, God, like, I'm at the point in my life, if it's not good vibes, just get the fuck out of my life. Well, that's the same way, like, bro. Um, like, that's I've, why my circle's small <laughs> as fuck. Like, if I, if you, if you disrespect me, if you treat me bad, like, you know, fuck. Like, if, if what you bring to the table is not positive for me, why are you a part of it? Right. Yeah, dude. You know, why? why? Like, why are you in my space? Because, sure. shit, at the end of the day, the most important person is yourself. Yeah. You can't, you, can't make your, you can't make others happy if you're not happy 
yourself mm-hmm. first or with yourself. Yeah, I know, I know, um, yeah, I know that statement. Yeah, that's a good statement because it's one hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I mean, I definitely uh, see that to be true too in my own life. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! <coughs> the best part about it is uh, always growing. It's never ending. Yeah, constant growth. It's, it's never, <coughs> you're never gonna, there's no one, no one can master this, no one can be perfect at it, you know. And realize yeah. you're never gonna so know everything, you know. I've come to realize in an aspect, life is a game, it's a chess game, it really is. Like when ah, I was, what not, I can tell not, you, not, chess not, game. Not, yeah. not, not to change, not to change the subject, and we won't, but just to briefly reference, like, I don't even know how I did some of the things I did with, like, like Yang, and like, life's a chess game, like, none of it seemed real. Like, my mm-hmm. Andrew Yang journey, not to change the subject, we'll get back to mental health, but, like, none of it seemed real. It, it was a literal simulation, like, and I just did it, I, I almost, for lack of a better term, willed it to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it did. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. life is a chess game, it's a movie. For sure. you're, you're You're an actor in your own movie. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Oh. You make your own movie. Mm-hmm. You're the director of that shit. You control your life. If you choose to, <laughs> at the yeah, like Michael Jordan said, what are you, the the only shot or is Wayne Gretzky actually that said the only shots you miss are the ones you don't take, right? Yeah, mm, I like that. Well, that's but it, but I it's, like Michael but Jordan said that too, though. It's but it's real though, you know. People, a lot of people come up with um, amazing ideas and uh, great things and uh, never execute it. Never like create a create a <coughs> plan to make them into uh, a reality. Yeah, yeah bro. And uh, so many people stay stuck. Yeah. So one of the things that like I'll share this with you, and it might sound ironic. You can believe what you want, but so I have a journal that I keep, mm-hmm. and I do do a lot of meditation, okay. and I smoke a lot of weed. This is known, but um. Honestly, like even the course of this whole journey, like I was looking back at my journey j- journal the other day, and I was like, oh fuck, I did all this. Uh huh. I literally made things happen in my life. I I, I I willed them to happen because it came from writing them down in, in a journal, uh, visualization, smoking a lot of weed, and just positive thoughts. Like seriously, yeah. and looking back, it blew my mind because everything that I had literally done, I put the paper first. Hell yeah, man. That's it. Write that shit down. Speaking that into existence, you know. That's yeah, very man. true. I mean, nobody will ever experience that until they experience experience that. it or believe in it. Yeah. But like speaking the shit into existence, you know, uh, the law of attraction is a very scientific, real thing. There's seven laws of the universe. The law of attraction is we're all we're all energy. We're all vibration. Everything, you know, manipulates off of each other. So everything is moved by emotion, basically. Holy shit. Um, you know, that's a scientific fact. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're mm-hmm. all connected. Yeah? Yeah. I feel Dude, you For there. sure, man. But, like, man, in terms of, like, working for mental health, like, everybody wants to be successful, but nobody wants to be an employee. A lot of people have really great ideas, but are you willing to put in the work? And are you willing to put in the work at the lowest level? Yeah. Climb your way to the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of people aren't willing to do that. They don't yeah. want to do the scrub work. Yeah. Scrub work's what you got to do to be successful, unfortunately. But... Yeah. Man, law of attraction? Hell yeah, bro. Sure. You know, your scars are attractive because they make you who you are. You know what I mean? They're uh-huh. like, you know, everything is a everything is a lesson. Everything is a journey. Everything everything makes you stronger in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, bro. And you know, I don't think I would have been, you know, where I am today if it wasn't for some of my trials and some of the things I've been through. I like that. 
Yeah. I say the same exact thing, man. I would be, be a completely different person. I wouldn't be the person I am today if it wasn't for the trials and tribulations that I've faced in my life. Yeah. And bro. you know, one thing I've noticed in life is that something something good always comes out of something bad. Every oh, time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. You make it out of that storm, of... there's something nice on the other side. Always, dude. You know, it's just about um, letting yourself get there. Yeah. Giving yourself a chance. Don't be so hard on yourself. You know, everybody fucks up as human beings. You know, it's like na- it's that's human nature. The next guy's not better than you. He's dealing with the same shit, you know, that you are, regardless of what his Instagram posts say. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Work. I agree with that one hundred percent, man. Believe. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I believe that it's. It is possible to achieve happiness. And well, what is ha- all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> happiness hold on. is different to every person. That was me. Oh, okay. No. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I agree with you. But yeah, well, you know, happiness is different to every person. One hundred percent. What 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 do you think will make you happy? Like if you could paint a picture of your a perfect <coughs> life. Me? Yeah. yeah. Personally? Yeah. I've always lived my life just walking. I have a lot of circles, man. Like and but like I mean, I don't know. At the same time, I don't really What would make me happy? Experience, travel, uh, you know, one of the craziest things I've realized in life is like kick it with people older than you, kick it with people with different cultures, different religions, whatever, it doesn't matter because cuz if you judge a book by its cover, you know, you're going to lose out on a lot of experience. Like some oh, of the yeah. people that I've met have been like you know, I've hung out with people of all different ages, cultures, backgrounds, orientations, and it's like, you know, it brings, you miss a lot when you don't think like that, because everybody has something to offer, everybody's unique, everybody's their own storybook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's true, man. I yeah. feel you. Not everyone's the same. We all a little different. And one of the things that, like, this, this ep- epidemic has taught me is, like, you know, we're all very different, but yet we're all uniquely the same. Like, mm-hmm. and I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a lot of hum, uh, humility come out of people during this, and like a lot of people, a lot of people are wanting to express themselves more and just be real, and like I'm seeing that like a lot of people want to like hate less. Uh, you know, this this kind of this kind of needed to happen for the world, um, because a lot a lot of good's gonna come out of it. You know, like as far as like pollution is down, everything that <coughs> everything that all the good things that are coming out of it. You know, like the rainforest. Um, Australia, you know, these things are now going to have time to, to rebuild and they're going to come back stronger. And it's like, you know, maybe this will teach you after the world to not be such pieces of shit in the sense that, like, you know, to, to care about other people and to, you know, uh, prepare for a better future. Yeah, man, for sure. I hope a lot of good comes out of this. And I think, as you said, we're, we're already seeing it, you know, in the environment the fact that pollution, you know, every, shit's getting better. There's less cars on the road right now. Yeah. There's less it's people. Crazy, there's less people yeah. outside smoking and shit. You know, like there, there's a lot of value to this, right now. You know, so like you can see it as a blessing or you can see it as a curse. It's all <laughs> perspective. So I mean, you know, we're gonna get through it. and We're gonna come out better for it. Amen. Um. And uh, are we still talking about this? Okay, so so like um. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good discussion on uh, on that shit, don't you? I agree. I think that's a very essential discussion to have, very important, and it's a discussion that doesn't come up enough. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna just slowly uh, roll into the next. Roll time. It.
Yo, 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 yo. So we back after a little uh, intermission that we partook in. That was about two minutes. Yeah, but it's... (laughs) (laughs) But yo, for real. So, I mean... I've been looking at the the social medias and social medias, yes. The social medias and Ooh. this guy over here is uh, Andrew Yang's official hype man, dude. I, I see yeah, that so, you're on um, TMZ, CNN, all this yeah. crazy stuff. So, Tell me a bit. If you're under a rock and you don't know who Andrew Yang is, he uh, ran for president <laughs> in 2020. Um, and long story short, with this whole uh, you know COVID nineteen thing. His basic, his uh, flagship proposal idea was uh, universal basic income, basically a thousand dollars a month for every American, twelve yeah. grand a year tax free. Sure. Sure. Um, and now that's what we're seeing happening uh, uh, in current events: get uh, cash into the hands of people quickly. Universal basic income, uh, proposition of two grand. You, did you guys see that when they want to like propose two grand for every citizen until this shit's over? I personally, Dude, that's I, I, I did not. But I, I, an sorry. additional two grand. I didn't hear that. No. So they just introduced a bill. And who knows how long it's to go over, but as long as the economy's fucked as it is and like shit shut down, mm-hmm. um, it has enough uh, uh, Republican support and enough Democrat support. So they've agreed on it. It's kind of crazy. We're seeing like Democrats and Republicans finally agree, like yes. on a lot of shit. Like, but um, so if if and when it happens, basically the proposal is every American gets two grand a month until this shit's over. Oh my gosh. Um, yo. So that's a real proposal. That's a life changer. Uh, Trump has already said that he wants to at least send out one of the round of checks. Although, if <laughs> if you're listening, I ain't got mine yet. So no. me neither. But, me um, neither. I need that. But uh, <laughs> God, shit, <laughs> send that shit over. Count. Give me Wait. Wait. money. Um, I do have friends who have gotten it, but yeah, same here though. So <laughs> that's my only point: is universal based income is now a topic that Andrew Gang ran on that is now coming to to know, life. light up real life. All right. Cool, man. Um, yeah. So I mean, I tell me you, a little bit more. I mean, that's. What, 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 uh, so, you, I mean, you traveled around the whole, the whole, his whole politician run, like, when he was I running, did. right? So, what was that like? Tell me the, like, what was the life of the politician so traveling wanna... state to state, rallies, and talking to all these people, interviews, what was that like? So, do you want to know, kind of, like, how it started? Dude, if you, so, you know, I would just give me the whole story. Tell okay. me how you got into it. Like, dude, you, I mean, yeah, let me hear it. So the very first time I'd ever met Andrew Yang was my, my buddy uh, my buddy in Tennessee, shout out Blake. We, uh, anyway, he told me about Andrew Yang, so I went and saw Andrew Yang. Shout out Blake. Uh, um, in Minneapolis when he came. Uh, and okay. I watched him speak. I got to meet him. And just as soon as he walked up, he was like a straight shooter, like a cool ass dude. And like, I felt like I could relate to him. And, and basically I'm like, I said, my good friend Blake put me on to you. You know, uh, you've never been in Tennessee yet. Could you please do me a favor and record him a shout-out? So I recorded him a shout-out. You know, he's cool as hell. A little video shout-out. That's super cool. Anyway, so I went on to follow... Long story short, I went on to follow Andrew Yang after that. Met him that day. It was cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, uh, it all started, I guess, with Yangapalooza, which was... Uh, Yangapalooza was uh, a huge event they had um, last year. Uh, I want to say it was, like, last November. Yangapalooza? Yangapalooza. It was in Iowa. Okay. And so basically, uh, it was all built around the um, the Liberty and Justice uh, Festival, which was an event at the Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines. As I'm just scattering back to my thoughts, uh, no, the good. Wells Fargo Arena in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, mm-hmm. and it was basically uh, an arena event where all the Democratic candidates at the time came together: Bernie Sanders, Andrew Yang, of course. Uh, oh yeah, 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 Biden, yeah, yeah everybody yeah, yeah. was there. 
Uh, so everybody was there and, uh, you know, with their supporters. But Andrew Yang held this massive event um, with uh, artists, comedians. Weezer was there. Uh, oh, Weezer shit. headlined. Because uh, Weezer was... I got to meet Weezer as well. Uh, yeah. Rivers Cuomo. Oh, my God. Um, say you know, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Shout out Your Weezer. Is a heartbreaker. Yeah, Weezer. Um, so I got to meet them. They were one of the first, like, Andrew Yang supporters to come out. Uh, so it all started at Yangapalooza. Um, I kind of just picked up a... I was chanting. I was backstage chanting. I made a rain Yang bucks. A thousand dollar bills joined. There's footage of this. Go YouTube it. On Yang... On, uh, uh, during Weezer's set. Like, Beverly Hills. Okay. Like, so, but, okay, so long story short, so, um, I just... There was this big march. So there had to have been, like, 2,000 Yang supporters there. And I kind of just took it upon myself. Like, I was having fun. When I arrived there, people were doing chants. And I grabbed the megaphone, and I just started doing chants. I was having fun. When I say Yang, you say Gang. Uh, when I say President, you say Yang. Uh, you know, all sorts of... When I say Humanity, you say First. But, so, I just built this, like, I was having a good-ass time. That's where it came from. For sure. And then, so, we did, we did the march to, uh... We did the march down to where he did selfies in a park with like two thousand people, mm-hmm. and then after that we ultimately marched to the arena and saw the event. But um, so long story short, I just built this reputation. I got on CNN that day, uh, hyping up Andrew Yang, doing the chants um, for sure. And so after this event, I ended up getting like hundreds of messages from Yang Gang all around the country, people I'd never met, and like <laughs> just inbox me, like dude. like I I was there, I saw what you're doing, like I, I really love the energy of what you're doing, like. You know, that's great. And it was so weird because, like, so after that, it kind of just literally led to that. I would get messages of people encouraging me to go here, go there. Andrew Yang's cool as fuck. Like, uh, I made I made a lot of my money. I funded, a lot, uh, you know, 80% of my own shit um, to be able to travel the country. But I did it in a very unique way. Like, it didn't really come on up. <laughs> I remember an event at an Andrew Yang. Uh, I was on the Andrew Yang bus tour in Iowa. Mm-hmm. This dude literally signed... Like a hundred, so he had Yang bucks. They were thousand dollar bills with his face on it. Uh-huh. Um, and so he signed like a hundred of them for me. Like I remember, I was talking to him, and I'm like, "Will you sign some of these for me?" This and that. I was explaining them at the time. So long story short, I would auto, I would uh, auction off like autograph shit, and people loved it, man. Like uh, Andrew Yang hats, shirts, uh, Yang bucks, you Making know. And Ooh. so I would go on um, on Facebook and hold these auctions, and people would outbid each other in my comments. And it always struck me as weird. I mean, I'm grateful. Entrepreneurship, man. I'm That's super awesome. grateful to everybody. You know, I want everybody out there to know that I gave, I gave it everything, like in me. Like I was on the, I was in the national front lines uh, as Andrew Yang's hype man. Like I was knocking on hundreds of doors, tabling events, talking to people about Yang. I truly believed in this man. I never gave a shit about politics. Right. Uh, before that. So, but long story short, so you know, um, the majority of the money I I raised was through auctions, some donations. People encouraged me to move around the country and continue doing this so i ended up going you know to iowa again i ended up going to chicago i went to new hampshire i went to uh you know uh vegas and california Mm -hmm. several Mm -hmm. times um and i kind of just built this reputation la was great uh childish gambino uh you know andrew yank pop-up um i got the man tmz out there you know so this this footage like i mean it's not it's neither here nor there but you know you can go see Google Andrew Yang TMZ and like you'll see you know you'll see me for a second, but um, so I just got to build these crazy ass experiences, and um, it was the most wildest journey of my life. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, man. But I mean, that's super cool. 
How long were you gone for? Um, <laughs> over the course of the entire journey, probably about... Well, I was a Yang supporter for a good 10 months, 11 months, but like, as far as the journey start, maybe like six months. You were gone for six months? Yeah. That's cool. That's a long term. Um, that's, that's like mad dedication, yeah? I mean... You know, it was... Um, it was something I really believed in, like, and then, and I also got to, I'm grateful for the amazing people I met and the amazing experiences I had, and, you know, that entire journey was a blessing, and I'm just grateful for everybody who, uh, who was a part of it. I used to, I used to get, it was really weird to me, because truly, like, it was weird to me, bro. People would approach me and, like, ask me for selfies and stuff, like, like, I was a somebody, and I, you know, like, I always used to say, like, I, people always used to say, like, how awesome it was, how awesome it was the chance. We used to, sh- I could pull up some YouTube videos. I'll show you guys some crazy shit. We marched through the halls of the Bellagio in Vegas, like, mm-hmm. with a thousand people and, like, just chanting. Like, it was, but, you know, people always used to, I always used to say how awesome it was. And I, I always used to tell them, like, you know, if it wasn't for Yang Gang, if it wasn't for the Yang Gang, I'd be chanting by myself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was crazy, though, to have a crowd of, Started a crew following you and fucking yeah. wolf fiction. Started, <laughs> you know what it is like starting and a then movement. To this day, that's not really something that's ever gonna go away in the sense of like me having built that reputation. It's going down in history. That's what I mean. That's history. That's people how, still yeah. look. People still. I don't know why, but I became an influencer. Okay, like and I mean and that 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 was an honor to me. Like. I was always, like, humbled. Like, it was so weird to be stopped and asked for a selfie or this and that. And, like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um... That's fucking dope, bro. So, I mean, that's basically how it started. Six months? I mean, so, how did... Like, how did it go down? You just saying hotels, Airbnbs the whole time? Or <clears throat> was there groups of, uh... The Yang gang that just hung out mm-hmm. and shit? So, know? Airbnb. A lot of Airbnbs. Uh, shout out to the sorority of Yang. The sorority of the Yang... Was uh, a group of uh, very dedicated Yang uh, supportive females. The idea was they started out, um, you know, to show the empowerment of women and that they can do this and that. And, like they're supporters of Angie Yang, and so. But basically, they um, and then towards the last couple of weeks, it became um, what's the word I'm looking at? Coed. Okay. But okay. so, so for the past or past couple months, but so. You know, like, they were... I stayed at different places, but I, the accommodations was really nice. Like, mm-hmm. they were able to do what they did to, you know, fund money. Yeah. And, um, you know, we stayed in a really nice uh, Victorian house with, like, fucking 10 bedrooms and 10 bathrooms. Cool. Like, it, uh, you know, so... And then we stayed in a nice place in Vegas. But, yeah, to answer your question, is basically Airbnb, yeah. For sure. That's what's up. What a fun experience, dude. Six months traveling with... Staying in nice ass places, um, you know, just being, just being the face, face of the Yang Gang, man. Hell yeah! And then I just so you got to hung out with Andrew Yang all the time and stuff. That was cool. What, what, what was that like? What, what give the people an experience? What is what was personally hanging out with him like? You know, how is he? Is he? So he's he's funny. Like I mean, I've, I've and he's genuine. <clears throat> I've seen that dude in in a crowd with. 300 people and I've seen that dude in a crowd of 3,000 people and he would always stay he would always stay there until you know for hours until the last person got a selfie or got to got to speak with him cool um Andrew Yang's cool as fuck that's that's my nigga like and uh I don't know if he'd answer if I called him right now <laughs> he's probably busy but no but um 
That's wild. No, nah, he's cool <laughs> That's shit. That's crazy as hell. Uh, he's he funny. Said, I don't, yo, I mean, yo, um, I, not everybody can say that uh, they have, uh, you know, his phone number. So I think you, you know, that's pretty. It's pretty cool step, right? There. But I really liked him, man. Like I honestly yeah. became to think of him as a friend, like truly, like as I'm sitting here with you guys, like that's he was that he was that down to earth. He was, he just he was like the most approachable dude I've ever met. He was not a politician. He was a human being, like genuine as fuck. And his whole thing was uh, humanity first. It's not left or it's not right. It's forward. And uh, and while humans, humanity first. That was his slogan. So like. But, like, so that's, like, a lot of, like, everybody liked him. He was bringing in libertarians, independents, new voters, even 10% of former Trump supporters. The reason that they liked him is because he wasn't a villainifier. He was a unifier, you know what I mean? Right, he wanted right. to. He used to say that, like, you know, we could we could have impeached Trump, but he, he knew exactly what was going to happen before it happened. It was that the Senate was controlled by the Republicans. It wasn't going to go anywhere. But mm-hmm. what he also said was, like, you know, we'd watch these debates and everybody was up on stage bashing Trump Nazi and so all they did impeachment this, impeachment that. That's cool, but like Andrew Yang said that like when we talk about nothing but Trump and aren't mm-hmm. talking about real solutions, the American people lose. Right, right. And it's always been divi- divisiveness. Like even today with like this this COVID nineteen shit, like everybody everybody's attacking like the other side. Like if an article comes up from CNN, it's not real. If an article comes up from Fox News, it's not real. And it's like, this is not a blue or red issue, you know, like, we're all Americans. And that's what Andrew Yang's thing was, was like, we need to unify and stop yeah. all the division. Yeah. For sure. Um, Hell yeah. You know, his flagship proposal was $1,000 a month for every American adult, um, 18 to expiration, um, you know, so 12 grand a year tax-free. And um, basically, it was just to help, it was to help to get the boot off your neck. Mm-hmm. You know, it was basically to, nobody knows how to better your life. Uh, you know how to better your life better than the government does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was sure. about putting the mo- money and the power back in the hands of the people. Yeah. Um, you know, and the way he was going to pay for it was with, uh, we have trillion other companies like Amazon, Google, and Facebook sell our data and information. Amazon pays nothing in taxes, close over 30% of stores and malls. They all pay nothing in taxes. So, but he was going to put a 10% value added tax on them, it's a proven European system, and, uh, you know, generate trillions, essentially, with his overall plan. Um, and then put trillions back in the economy because when you put money back in the hands of the American people directly, mm-hmm. they're going to spend that on the things that they need uh, to better their lives, thus boosting the economy and putting more money back into it. Right, 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 right. But, um, you know, he had, he had a policy. You guys were like, I think he wanted to, um, he was like pro-MMA. Uh, he wanted to, Fuck yeah. He wanted to unify, I think he wanted to like unionize MMA or some shit. I don't even know. That's super cool, yeah. Uh, there's some states yeah. that it's uh, legal to do. Uh, it only recently became legal in York, right? Yeah. So, they could use it <coughs> so he team. was all about that. Um, that's super cool. Um, that's awesome, dude. Like, what a life changing experience, man. I mean, you got to be around some of the most in- influential people. Uh, um, I mean, I was in the, I was blessed to be in the room with Dave Chappelle, uh, <laughs> Charles Gambino. Uh, so, so Andrew Yang had all these massive endorsements. Like everybody loved Yang. One of the things. So I was a, I was a precinct captain in Iowa. I was a, I was a. I was a priest of Camden in uh, Vegas. And basically what that means is, okay, so Iowa has uh, has caucuses. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that again, caucuses. No, but, um, and for those of you who don't know, like a caucus, okay, so basically a caucus is, it's held at, like, mine was at a, was at a school college, uh, but they're held at different locations. It's basically the community comes together in that precinct, and they all stand in different corners of support for, uh, their candidate, mm-hmm. Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders, etc. And so 
I was a precinct captain. I had to go there and rally the Yang supporters. I won a delegate out of that precinct. But it basically, you know, so I did a lot of work that way too. I don't know. I did I did almost everything that I could uh, to see that man win. It didn't happen, but he's uh, he's still doing uh, positive things right now. What's he doing right now? <laughs> so he started a foundation called uh, Humanity Forward. So for another thing, like he did, like during his whole universal basic income thing, a thousand dollars a month for every American, mm-hmm. he gave away fourteen. Uh, he gave fourteen families during his campaign out of his pocket a thousand dollars a month wow. uh, for a year. I, and heard, I actually heard about. He's still that. paying them like yeah. today. Probably. Yeah. Right. Um, but so like, and he's raising money right now. Um, you know, he's raised uh, millions of dollars through like donations from Dave Chappelle, from regular people, from other people, but just in general, like uh-huh. Nicholas Cage made a donation. I heard. Um, Oh, he's okay. raising money and giving it back. He's still doing the same thing as what I'm getting at. Right, 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 um, right, right. His whole thing was universal basic income. And he's just brought he's brought a lot of ideas to the table in real life now that he talked about, that he ran about, that people thought was a joke. Mm-hmm. But now they're happy to receive that help because they truly need it at this point in time in history. Right, right. That's awesome. <laughs> what a wild experience. So that's, that's crazy, man. Got to hang out with a lot of really cool people. Um, and one of the things, like, I've always worried, like, like, uh, so, you know, I have a big history of, like, promotion, club work, you know, I used to do promotions, and I, I met a lot of people. When I was younger, I used to think, oh, it's so cool to meet this person, he's famous. And then I got, as I moved on with the journey, I was like, in life, I mean, like, over, I'm not just talking about Yang, but everyone I've met in my life. Like, I realized that they're just people, and I want to know about them and their story, and everybody's different, and it didn't matter that they were famous. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can be in a room with someone quote-unquote famous, and they, you know, they appreciate just being treated like a regular fucking person. 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. 100%. You know what it is? <clears throat> it's Yang Gang. Yang Gang? Yeah. Uh-huh, that's Ooh, what it is? Squad. Yang Gang for life, man. I made bo- I made, uh, I made some bonds, man. And I love every single person that I interacted with. I really yeah. do with good fucking people, man. Uh, memories I will never fucking forget. Any shout-outs you want to give to some homies that you met in the fucking Yang Gang uh, experience? We've we been out here for a long time. Uh, shout-out Kai Watson, uh, Kai Watson 84 on YouTube. Uh, go check him out. Um, all right, all right. Kai yeah. Watson. Uh, Storm. My boy Storm in Vegas. Yes, a lot, of, a lot of amazing. It was really nice being around like-minded people, bro. Like, It changed my whole perspective. That's what I was getting at. And then like, I felt like Andrew Yang would have brought that whole humanity-first aspect to the larger America, like, everybody, he would unite us. Bro, like, to just be, I did not argue, I did not fight, I did not have one negative emotion in fucking six months. I swear to God, everybody was positive, and everybody was, everybody wanted to laugh, and everybody wanted good vibes. Yeah, dude. Um, So that's one of the biggest things I can say, is, like, surround yourself with people who relate to you, because they're out there. Hell yeah, bro. And I've often asked myself, like, who the fuck am I to have had this journey? Like, you know, I, I don't feel worthy of it at times. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really grateful for it. Hell yeah, dude. That's cool. Yeah. That's super cool to do all of that, you know. What a what a last <coughs> journey this last year has been for you. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, what is, uh, what's your future looking like? What are, what are the plan? What, what, you, what you got planned on next? What should we look out for? <coughs> Well, I mean, as soon as this shit's over, man, I'm going to get back into the promotion. As soon as this COVID shit's over, man, I'm going to get back into the... Honestly, bro, I'm going to move out to the West Coast. Like, West that's Coast? unscripted right there. But, yeah, um... <laughs> no, you're good. We're at West Coast. Move to, um... 
I loved Cali, but I felt so home out, so at home out there. Go Portland. to Portland, yeah. Oregon, yeah. People yeah. say I'd love love the West Coast. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. So, but when this shit's over, man, you know what's next for me? That's honestly what I'm saving a lot of money right now that I can as much as I can, and I'm gonna travel the world, man. That's what I want to do. I wanna I wanna go see the seven wonders of the world. That's mm-hmm. you know I feel like we're at a point in time where there's no excuses, and God forbid life's short and. I just, you, you gotta enjoy and cherish every moment. Like, I don't wanna waste any of my time. I'm gonna fucking do everything I ever dreamed of. Hell yeah, dude. That's, I respect that. That's the way I think uh, everybody should live their life. 100%. Yeah. For sure. You were the first time I ever went to the West, to the East Coast. Huh? You, you were the first person in my life that I ever went to the East Coast with. Hell yeah, dude. That was because of you, Cody Galloway. Man, Cody, um, that was, uh, ex- Cody Brahman. That's a, that was a fun experience, dude. Yeah. Fucking going out. <laughs> we just rolled around the island every fucking night smoking mad weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We got a planet trip out there. Maybe. Dude, we, dude, we went through four ounces. Dude, we went through. In like a few days. Like five. Yeah. He's going out there in the summer with his buddy. Yeah, my buddy's got a house out there. Um, Walter. Yeah. Same area. I don't know exactly. I mean, I don't know, man. I did, it, like. I want to say yes, but I, I mean, as I long as it's safe and shit. That's yeah. that's my thing right now. I yeah. don't think it's uh, if it's safe, I, I would go out there. When was the last time you went? Honestly, the last time maybe six months ago. Okay. Yeah, we try to go there at least twice a year. Yeah. Um, if not, for sure. I mean, it's always once a year, but <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to go there more because I mean, nobody really goes ever in the family. Not as many people, and it's a. Uh, it's a fun, cheap vacation to a, a nice area. To Martha's it. Vineyard's cool, man. Yeah, Martha's Vineyard's a good place to escape. I wonder if they have dispensaries out there yet. Oh, I'm not sure. No, because I know they were working and getting them back when we went. But, like, I, I knew they had them in Boston because they had just gotten legalized in Massachusetts, but they hadn't had them on the island yet. Not that uh, we had a problem. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All right, well, that was what's up. Oh, yeah, I'm bro. I'm glad that I learned that shit. I learned a lot about politics and your crazy ass last year, dude. That's why I'm... Adventure, bro. Yeah. Gnarly. So we can probably start going into the next motherfucking next time. All right, so up next on the schedule for our next podcast, we're going to be talking about fitness and well-being. What you know about that life? I know everything about that life. Do I've you know? lived that life since I was little. Oh, since I was a tiny motherfucker. Damn. I've been doing splits and shit. I've been doing strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. I have lived a life for this shit. So I know a lot about fitness okay. and a little bit about well-being. All right. All right. All right, cool. So, yeah, like you said, next week, we're going to be talking a little more about health, some exercises you can do just simply at home, things you can move around, be Keep active about. We have some uh, another guest that will be on the show with us. And uh, I mean, for real though, I'm glad that people got to stay tuned for this episode. I feel like this was a, a pretty good episode about talking about some real Real things that I think a lot of people will enjoy hearing. Um, experiences that uh, not everybody will experience in everyday life. You know, just, it was a good time. I want to shout out Emilio, dude. Thanks out. Like, yo, thanks so much for coming, experiencing this, and telling us your 
your story and your experiences that you've been doing in Thanks this past me, year. You know, yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Yeah, bro. Good experience. <clears throat> um, and yeah, I mean, I guess with that shit, you know, we're gonna wrap up and we'll t- talk to the people. Uh, Next week, but again, thanks everybody for listening. Shout out Seven Even, our name number one sponsor. Um, thanks again. Spread one love and uh, be sure to tune in next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We outie, we outie. All right, bye.